Well, anyway, I don't know what's there and what's not, but we got into it, and that's crazy, dude, right? So <laughs> I don't know. It might all be there. So either way. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So Amy's anyway, we leave Amy's accident and uh, take her to the hospital, and she had, she had to bring her car in for a recall thing, mm-hmm. and she had actually canceled the appointment because something else came up, and it was you know, my... And I kind of turned to her. I said, well, at least you don't have to take your car in for a recall. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to. What happened? How did she hurt herself? I mean, you rear ended somebody. Uh, crazy, man. Cars totaled. Was she uh, texting or something like that? Not texting. No, she had looked down it to change the music. And Uh, I'm all worked up and emotional now. And I don't know if any of that shit got recorded. That was was messed up, dude. I mean, it was like combined with your show. Seeing that, you know, which is an emotional show, you, it kind of it kind of gives you a punch in the stomach to you hear about two friends and yeah, all that stuff going on, and then you hear a story about something terrible, and you don't know if the person's dead, and then you go through an experience, and I looked through the patch all day, and I was like uh, looking for a name, you know, Maya. So I don't know, it's scary. I no, didn't like any of that. We left the show, and Amy had asked because we did a, a talk back Friday night, mm-hmm. and. uh the one, uh, the one of the uh, actors was answering a question. He kind of turned to me. He's like, "Well, you wrote this with your best friend," and I kind of was like, well, "Yeah, we're friends." Yeah. You know, and I, I was like, because I think he was missing the whole point of the, you know, you know, John was is a friend of mine, but we weren't like best buddies. Oh yeah, or best friend. Um, obviously, you know, collaboration and I think kinda, was good. So we were walking out, <clears throat> you know, and I'd answered a bunch of questions. And what never never got brought up, which I was surprised, was the history behind it, and what. Well, I I asked you it before, and I would actually be interested in hearing the history behind another day as well, because I always get it messed up. And you always assume, as I was talking to Jonah about it, and I was like, we always assume that the character Ray is based on uh, your good friend mm-hmm. uh, Ken, right? Who you've spoken about on the show quite yeah. a few times, yeah. And then you are essentially Dan, or is Dan an amalgamation of a couple no, people? No, Dan's me. Dan is you. Yeah. So, and I'm not a good enough writer to amalgamate. <laughs> well, yes, I, I when I do when I do comic book characters, I usually like pull from three or four different people. No, actually, put them I mean together, I, the girl. So. The girl is actually the compilation of many people, many many different women yeah. at one point or another. So, uh, so. Let's 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 get it another day because you know I'm. I've always been curious, and I don't know if you like talking about that show. I can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you obviously wrote this really touching story. I guess the gist of the story is that you have two childhood friends that are growing up together, and one kid uh, is essentially becoming more of the um, the social go getter of the group. Where the other kid is more of like says what he wants, probably viewed as a little askew, and uh, the other kid starts going about his life and he's running with the cooler crowd. Where the other kid get kind of left behind. Am I saying that in right? a sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so, like childhood, you know, there's no uh, disparity about who's cooler. Usually, it's just kids playing. And then as you get older in life, you kind of start ditching your friends who you feel aren't running with the same crowd as you. Yeah, when you get into the the high school and whatnot. So, how much of the story is is accurate, and how much is fantasy? I guess uh, not fantasy, but you know, like just ad libbed or well, I, you know, there's there's liberties taken to yeah. create a more of a attention or a, a drive the story forward. Um, I mean, essentially, the story itself is very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the situations might have been changed but the mood that it needed to create was accurate okay if that makes sense um you know if i mean go real simple how we met we didn't meet in school we met playing peewee football okay so but i put it in a school situation it works better for a play than a football team you know um there's some things that are extremely accurate there's a scene where uh a conversation is uh uh about her uh Ray's being Ray having to be put on the stand and, and choosing between choosing his between his parents when they were divorced, uh where he wanted to live. And he that 
that almost is word for word the conversation we had. Wow. Um, you know, and then there's things that I changed um, to make the story more. I guess it hit with more pop. Uh, the ending. Um, Ken was actually killed uh, when he and my other best friend um, drove off the Jackson Street Bridge into the river, and they both drowned. Mm. So I was not in the car. I was not driving. Um, I was going to go out that night. It was for a friend's birthday, and I had uh, something to do the next day that I didn't go out. It was like a Monday night. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it would have, you know, people say, well, you would have been in the car. And I said, well, actually, the, the driving situation, because we went to a private school, our friends were all over the place. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the driving situation is I would have actually picked up Ken on my way towards Joliet because um, I live furthest east. So that would have been the, the driving situation. So who knows what, have cha- what would have changed. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but they were drunk and went on and went to Harrah's. And at 5 in the morning they left and uh, – you know, it's kind of cloudy after that would happen, but essentially they drove under the guardrail, and when the bridge goes up, it goes, it separates from the street. Yeah. So it creates like a gap, and they went between the gap oh, into geez. the river. Um, so a lot of the emotion taken from Dan at the end um, was What's how that? I would have felt in that situation, but also imagining what, you know, one of them was driving. They don't know who was driving because they both got out of the car. Mm. Um, and they, but there's a point where there was a barge going by, and one of the workers on the barge saw them in the water and threw a life preserver out there. Wow! And <clears throat> there was a point where one of them had to come to the realization that I did this. You know, possibly. I'm sure there's that you know fight or flight where they're trying to. Yeah. You know, but. And I and I always wonder what would have gone through my head in that situation, and so that's part of the driving of the the ending of the um, the guilt of you know knowing that that's what you caused, whether it was you know however guilty you know they were drinking and whatnot, but just the guilt of damn it, you know for sure, yeah. And so I was always curious about the uh, did Ken's aka. Dan's dad really passed away. Ray, excuse me. Ray's no, no, passed. he's still alive. He's still alive. That was okay. created to drive the story. Okay. Um, and to create sort of like the, the switcheroo with the grave scene. Um, so uh, <clears throat> it's actually Ken's half-brother came to see it the second time it was performed. <clears throat> and his, uh, I think it was his girlfriend that was with him, told him that he told me later that she actually served, turned to him and goes, wow, they killed off your dad, you know? Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, you got to do things, you know, when it turned, when I turned it into a screenplay, um, one of the things that I went through when I, I worked with a script doctor who was a, she was a producer, but she worked for a producer mm. that she fixed scripts. Okay. Very good writer. Um, and we were sitting down and she was like, you need, you need Dan needs more of an antagonist fighting him, so I had to create my dad, who was a wonderful man. Mm. I had to sort of turn him into a villain. Yeah, and, um, I, and I told him before he read it. I said, "You got to," and I explained it to him. He goes, "Oh, that's cool. I get it." You know, I had to because it was kind of like a vanilla dude. relationship. So I had to create him into sort of this, and in the end, he redeems himself too. So it's 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 you have to to make a good story, and it's funny because I talked to. Um, Tim Rudiger the other day, who was my high school wrestling coach, and his brother is the writer of the movie Rudy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we were on the phone, and I said, you know, I said uh, your brother's movie was on the other day, and I'm watching it. I said, I love the movie, love the movie. Oh yeah, hate Rudy. Notre Dame, love the movie. <laughs> um, and he kind of, he's like, oh yeah, you know, it's a good one. I said, I saw you on the sidelines in one of the football scenes, looking looking young, because he was he was an extra on the movie, and. Um, I said, you know what always gets me about that? I said, 
every he has there's like six or seven brothers. Mm. Every single one of them is referred to as Rudy. Okay, <laughs> um, that's just the way it is. They're every single one of them. Yeah. Like the one at one point, the one brother coached Lincoln Way, and the other brother coached Providence. And I would talk to the Lincoln Way wrestlers, and they would say Rudy, you know. And so we had to say our Rudy or your Rudy type yeah. thing. <clears throat> but in the movie. The father and his brothers refer to him as Rudy, and like he's the only one that's got. And I said that always kills me because why would your dad call Danny Rudy? Rudy? Yeah, you know what I mean. When you're all and he starts laughing, he goes, "Yeah, you know, I never thought of that." That's, <laughs> but that's something you change for the story. Oh yeah, to create sort of this, you know, it it make create the character. Yeah, in itself, and that you know, so you take certain liberties in 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 creating the story that's going to make it more interesting or more, you know, viable. Like, it, you confuse the shit out of people if they're all called Rudy in this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you, you, you change it for that purpose. So as the, as the story morphed, especially the screenplay, I changed it from based on a true story to based on a true friendship. Yeah. Which was announced in the uh, uh, opening you know, please turn off your cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, because it wasn't, it wasn't a, it it had morphed from a almost accurate depiction to, you know, some things are accurate and Elements. some things are created f- to drive the story. Did you get any uh, negative feedback from people that knew the actual people? From no, the story? no, because anyone that I knew that was close to it. Um, Usually, like his brother, his younger brother, uh, Ben, you know, I told him, I said, you know, understand going in when you see this, that I changed certain things to drive the story, and yeah. it's not all accurate, and it's not all, you know, you need to create. And he's like, oh, yeah, I get it. You okay, know? because you could see somebody getting upset. Like, like was was uh, was he doing drugs for real, or was that um, just added emphasis? You know? That was, uh, I know he had tried stuff, but he wasn't like a It wasn't a burner or anything? No, like no, yeah, no, see? no. And, then, and again, that was added, to, it was more emphasized to create a... a scenario yeah. where you you need to create conflict if there's no conflict in the story and we talk about that horrid piece of shit um uh that that, that you brought this upon yourself you brought this on yourself oh, you're whatever it's called bullshit story um the 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 lines were so cut and dry and where it was like this is a bad guy and they have no redeeming qualities, which isn't realistic, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a good guy who has no conflict. So that, and I was talking about the reaction when she's like, mom, dad, I'm a lesbian. And his reaction, instead of being like, wow, you caught me off guard. Yeah. You know, I support you, but wow, this is, a, which I think any parent, if you have no idea that your, your child is gay, if they tell you this, even if you're the most open-minded person, your reaction is not going to be what the play depicted, which was he stood up and said, that's wonderful. Okay, unless it was thus, played for humor, thus, which, which, you know, yeah, which, thus which makes the play worse if that was supposed to be funny because yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but your character needs if your character is flawless, mm-hmm. you're not you're writing a comic, you're writing a Superman, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. instead of a real story that depicts real people. And that was one of my criticisms of that story was that reaction was so. There's no negative qualities whatsoever in this person who wrote this. You know, it's really funny you mentioned Superman and a comic. This has actually been a conflict for people that write that comic for over 75 years. How do you write a perfect character? And it's it's the story's not interesting because you got something to solve every problem. So you you gotta you gotta embellish certain yeah, degrees. All so. people, good or bad, face inner conflict. Yeah, um, and even the greatest of people are have thoughts or reactions to things that, that might be deemed, you know, negative. Yeah. And if you, if you don't write, if, if your characters are so black and white, cut and dry that they lean one way or another, you know, I, my hope in writing anytime Mm -hmm. I write is that a character, if they, if they get nothing else out of the story, they walk away and go, well, that was a real character. Which is part of the reason I really love the movie American Beauty because Lester Burnham to me is a real character. Yeah, and people I've had people go, "Oh, that's a horrible! He's a child molester." Well, no, he's not a child molester. You're missing the point of the story. The story is he's a he's a conflicted 
man going through a midlife crisis who's trying to re-grab the feeling of his youth when he felt alive and felt good. And the, 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 the point in the story when he almost has sex with his daughter's friend is and then realizes, oh, my God, what am I doing is the point where he, he's like almost gone off the edge yeah. and turned into one of those beat offs that has, you know, at 40 gets his eyebrow pierced and drives, you know, <laughs> hits on girls that are 17, you know, to uh, where he catches himself and says, oh, my God, I have a good life now. I can still have this feeling without becoming a w- going way over the yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah. So. I I hope that there are real characters and it's and it is if you're writing the comic and Superman is he's got to be flawed. There's got to be a yep. flaw. You can't have perfection. No, it's the it's not interesting. Introduce kryptonite and it was like this is the only thing that can hurt him. That I mean that, that is the actual reason why they did it because you can't have a perfect character. It yeah. doesn't work for any story. So so yeah, you got it. You need to create and that's going back to that horrid script that that dude wrote. <laughs> There was no everything was so absolute the conflict wasn't real. You know what I mean? I mean essentially he was one side was the Nazis and the other side were, you know, angels. I mean that's the the the, <laughs> the differences. You know, Aaron's character was so she she played the principal and he made her so fucking evil. And I'm like there's no this, subtlety yeah, to come it. Come on. How did this person ever get in this job? If they're this evil, <laughs> someone along the road would go, oh, my God, this is an evil person. I'm not going to hire them. You know, that's why most writers actually probably put Nazis in their script, because it's like you don't have to care about them. They're the ultimate evil. So it's easy. It's maybe a lazy. But you, you script writing. That's thing, a, so. a great writer can make you identify with an evil character. Oh, for sure. Because they will. But if you want cannon fodder, you you put qualities out there that are in each of us, but then you slide them into this person who, in the end, is an evil person. Mm. That's a good writer when you can sit and identify with the villain. So I don't know if any of that stuff got recorded earlier. So if you don't mind me, I'll do via the the fast forward version because I really wanted your opinion on any of this stuff. You know, we I, I told a story way many episodes ago about like there was this crazy car wreck on the way home and I probably just avoided it by a minute because something hit my car. I don't right. know. Right. I remember that. Yeah. And I'm sure you can tell me the episode number. I, that one I can't. <laughs> I think it was like 10. That was over a year and a half ago. So, okay. um, Jesus, Otis. Woo. Oh, he dropped ass again. Is, that is a, yeah, he's getting the old man for Holy that shit. Smell like a sewer. Nothing. Uh, Brings levity to the situation more than an Otis fart. So he probably shut off the recording. <laughs> I I told the story. So we just explained another day. It has that very emotional ending where uh, Ray, the character Ray, dies. Yeah. And Jonah was actually the guy that originally played uh, Ray in your show. Yeah. Uh, and I worked on the show behind the scenes, and uh, I got to actually draw the. Um, uh, Whatchamacallit, the uh, the little handout. The I, was, artwork, I, yeah, I like for doing the that. Cover. So yeah. um which you gave me notes on, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like getting notes for artwork? Fuck you. Um so we're driving home and Jonah tells me his story, which if this is on I'm sorry for repeating it, but he essentially helped people that were in a car wreck right in front of him that probably yeah. happened 30 seconds earlier so he helps earlier friday morning friday morning and he helps somebody get out of their car gets them to safety and then he helps another woman who was essentially crushed and pinned to her chair with her airbag deployed with her whole engine block just basically gone and he held her hand mm-hmm. waiting for the ambulance to come right and as he tells me the story last night as we're leaving the show which ends in a car wreck. Which ends in a car wreck. We drive by a car wreck that most likely happened 30 seconds earlier. And Jonah and I ran out of the car. Uh, this car was on its side. And Jonah was holding this young woman's uh, arm up uh, through the door that's on its side. So he's hunched over the car so she can feel her arm. She's got her other hand up. And I'm holding her hand and she's crushing it. And this other gentleman is holding the door, and we're waiting with this woman who's got blood everywhere, and she's yeah. screaming. And so, yeah, we, we after this this terrible amount of incident, we just went home and drank. And, you know, like, I had all this stuff prepared for the show today, and 
it just get washed away. I don't care, you know, like with the uh, the Oscar boycott or well, the we Trump can talk pay. about that stuff. We could talk, but I mean, it just man, everything is such a moment to moment thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's you, you were told by your friends like that could have been you in the car. I, you probably don't think so, but maybe it could have been you in the car that day. And me and Jonah driving along, he tells the original story. That could have been him. 10 seconds earlier and that could have been us on Renwick Road but we stayed and talked to Keith. You know what I'm saying? Right. We stayed and talked to Keith for what was maybe a minute. We could have just walked right out. And that would have put us at that location at that exact time. So, I mean, we don't even know what caused the accident. The weather conditions weren't bad, uh, you know, it could yeah, have you been never texting, know. drunk driving, could have been anything. It's it's fucked up. So just, you know, your opinion on the situation, Mr. Jonah, the hero. Um, um, no, I think that, that fits right in line with Jonah and your character, your people. And you never know how people are going to react in a situation like that. Yeah. Um, you know, fight or flight, you were saying. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, you react to something and it's, you know, how am I going to approach this? And I think that's a, a testament and why I like you guys. You know, it's character. I, I it's integrity. It's 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 it's. Putting other people's needs above your own. And that's the qualities of a good person. Full disclosure, I thought about just leaving. Sure, it's a natural reaction, oh, man. It's I mean, a natural like, reaction to go, that's not my business. I don't know if I can handle this situation. What if they're dead? What if they're this? I don't want to see that. Because we were basically the first responder on the scene, with exception of like two other people that were... Uh, I there was another car that was hit, and there was a guy that was laying on the side, but he was clearly alive and you know just spaced out. You know what this reminds me of? What? Do you ever see the show Heart to Heart? I forget the guy's name, but they oh, were seen that nobody. They were just like rich. Yeah. Yet they somehow came across a murder every week and solved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what we're going to come across an accident every week. So you guys are like heart to heart. Oh, God. You're just regular Joes that somehow end up in these extraordinary situations every week. That just And you, you wrap them up in an hour. Knock the wind out of the whole goddamn night, that's for sure. So... Well, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're uh, taking the lead in this show. To be honest. <laughs> All right, good. Let's talk about let's talk about some of your topics. All right, let's um, let's start off with the uh, Oscar boycott because actually Rodney uh, from um, that just happened asked us. Uh, it's probably more your opinion than anything else. I, I got if, if you want my opinion on it, it's pretty mediocre, if anything. It, yeah, there's got to be more diversity in Hollywood, but I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Does there? Whatever. If they, if there's a legitimate story to tell, tell it. If it is about black people, if it's about Mexican people, if it's about white people, then tell the story. I, well, but I, mean, I don't think the Oscars group needs to seek out diversity. Am I saying I'm saying? Yeah, I, I. That's that's uh, you know keeping a, a quota. And yeah, I've never believed in the quota system because should art have a quota? You know, well, I, I you know, I, I, it reminded me of a story. I was working as a PA on a, a music video, and one of the other PAs, um, her boyfriend was black and he was a writer, and you know, I was trying to write, and she was like, "Well, there needs to be more uh, African American writers that get public, you know, whatever." And I mm. went, "Well, I don't really." care about that because i want to get produced well no there needs to be and i was i kind of looked at her and i'm like why would i promote someone getting their work produced just because they're black when i'm someone that wants my work produced (laughs) okay i'm sorry i'm not i'm not i don't feel shame because i'm white like i should have to give up things that i'm working towards yeah so there are if there's a good movie and all, everyone's black. If if there's six good movies that come out and they're all black casts and black directors, you're not oh, going to care about that either. Great, because like, I've watched some really good fucking movies that are all black. Yeah. Or basically, you know, Twelve Years a Slave was an awesome movie. <clears throat> um, I thought, and I hate Spike Lee, but I thought Malcolm X was a really fucking good movie. Uh, I watch movies to be, to entertained. be entertained. Yeah, I, knew you I say don't that. need you to fucking teach me a lesson and. Maybe there weren't that many good fucking movies out this year that had black people in them. I don't think they sit around and go, well, that was a good movie, but 
you know. I'll just throw this out there because they make the argument about Straight Outta Compton, and I haven't seen the movie yet. I haven't yet, seen it yet. And I will see the movie, and a lot of people were giving it praise. Uh, the, the director of that, um, you know, I don't think they got a best directing nod or anything like that. No. So, you know, you can make the argument. There's a lot of celebrities now, black and white, saying, oh, the Oscars are racist. Danny DeVito was one of the, He just came out the other day. I'm like, Danny DeVito, of all people, starting to say, oh, yeah, we're all racist. And he was just saying that's the way it is. Whatever. And <laughs> I guess what do you want done? Because if you start giving, okay, we have to get one black, one Latino, one Asian, one white guy. We have to nominate every person. For the best uh, actor award. Well, were they in any movies that were substantially Good. qualified to get that? Yeah. Doesn't matter. We have to keep the quota because they, they they started coming up with these rules that like Oscar is going to make some changes about what? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's like the it reminds me of the NFL where they have to interview. Uh, minority coaches when they're even though they may have no intention of ever hiring that person because they oh we're gonna fire this coach because we want that guy he's a great coach he happens to be white they can't just hire him they have to interview all these other and it's like come on i'm a just firm you're believer. not you're not going to change people's mindset yeah, exactly. by creating rules for them racism it, is going if to anything, exist. It creates animosity yeah racism is going to exist no matter what you do um I would be pissed. I would be pissed if I'm on the Academy and I go, "Wow, man, there's there's six these six movies I think are the best of the year, but I have to throw this one out because I got to put in Straight Outta Compton, (laughs) you know, and I I might not even like that movie." Yeah, give me a break. And well, grow the fuck, make better fucking movie. You want to get an Academy? I want an Academy Award. Make a better fucking movie, okay? I want an Academy Award. How about that? I don't think (laughs) there's enough forty three year old white men represented. They didn't fill their loot quota. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. You're think never it's, I, And I don't even watch you said the, Oscars. the Oscars. Were bullshit last year. So. I don't like. I don't like fucking award shows. I'd love to be nominated for an Oscar mm. because I can admit that I have a fucking ego, and I think it would be great. But I don't watch it because it's a bunch of fucking narcissists patting each other on the back. Mm. You know, and yeah. I don't. I don't get into that. I don't. It just doesn't mean my. And and, they, and it's always like five hours long. Give me a fucking break. So okay. let's let's, uh, let's jump from Oscar so white to Macklemore, your favorite topic of conversation. <laughs> when as pertaining to Jonah, yeah, <laughs> Jonah, it, it was his inner Macklemore came through. He saved people <laughs> from I, the struggle. He probably put it on his phone and said, "This will calm you down." <laughs> I was with him and I'm laughing. Holy shit. <laughs> Jonah's a fucking hero. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'll hold your hand. Here's some Macklemore um, to soothe your ills. Wow. I got nothing. <laughs> Here's <coughs> Macklemore, everyone's favorite white rapper that's not Eminem, um, came out with a song. It's a nine-minute long song. I haven't heard it yet. I, I refuse to listen to a nine-minute song. Okay, <laughs> Unless it's Pink Floyd. <laughs> Unless it's Pink Floyd. You had me at Pink Floyd, but... Um, the name of the song is called White Privilege 2. Oh, my fucking God. I know your favorite topic of conversation. But here's, here's the deal. All right. Because I, I, I read the cliff notes, if you will. Magamore made a song with two black female artists singing the, uh, the, the chorus and the, the backup vocals and stuff like that. And it's basically a song about how people are... What's the word? Appropriating culture? Um, is that the phrase? When you Fuck try if to, I know. Where like, uh, people complain, like, Elvis stole our culture. He stole our, you know. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't know the, the right. phrase. I don't know the phrase. Um, yeah, he was talking about Iggy Azalea, the, the Australian white chick who raps, and she's terrible, but apparently she's got a fan base. So Okay. Um, and she talked about Elvis and all these other things. And, okay. They talked about she talk about him fucking himself. My, that's my point, Luke. <laughs> He's rapping <laughs> he about is, people that is, r- white people he, that rap. He is he is talking about checking your privilege oh, while he is doing a rap song. First of all, let's let's talk about taking somebody's culture. I don't think that's a thing. Well, I, I, you can you, like you somebody's at, you culture. Look at, you look at black comedians that make fun of white people for acting white. Well, okay, they make fun of black people who might be 
well spoken and say, "Oh, you're you're an Uncle Tom, you're white, or like a yeah. black Republican or something like that." Now we're making fun of white people who embrace the black culture. But I don't think that's a thing. Like, okay, if I don't think guy, any of it's yeah. a thing. If a white guy wants to rap, then let him rap. And you can't say, well, that's our thing. No, you I'm going to mock him. I'm going to mock him just like I mock other yes, rappers. Exactly. Yes, yes. You're talking into a microphone with a beatbox behind you. Congratulations. But if, if, if a white, oh, you're rhyming. If a yes, white guy I wants that to in go kindergarten. out and, and afro up his hair, I, let him have it. It's fine. It, it's not taking More to make culture. fun of us, dude. Just, they may, but they, you can't just, you can't make fun of everyone's culture except your own. You can't own a culture. Just, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, it's just I, a thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in white privilege. I, I do. think it's, I, do I think it's an privilege. idiotic, idiotic notion. No, I don't think so. I, we, we, we do. I know. think that now, do I think that like there are certain people that will look and they'll pick a white person over a black person because they're white and they want to. Sure. Oh, that's just, do I think that there's black people that pick general. black people pick black people over, but I do. What privilege, what privilege did I have being white other than the fact that my father my grandfather worked hard to set my father up in life, and my father worked hard to set me up in life. Here's the gist of There's it. the privilege. Maybe, maybe, I had maybe good parents. I can, maybe I can uh, elaborate. Maybe you agree with me, and maybe you won't. All right? At no point, and I think I'm pretty, pretty much saying this accurately, did anybody in your localized ancestry dating back to your grandparents ever have to fight to use the same restaurant, ever have to fight to use the same water. No, that you're, you're, no, pointing no, no. To, you're pointing to racism, though. No, you're no, not no, 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 no. But that's the point. That's what right, white privilege is to me. Like, you, you understand the concept that, yes, you worked hard. Your family worked hard. These black people's family worked hard. But at no point in your history did you ever have to fight for the simple rights of simple things. That's Just, very true. Right? So... And and that's the point okay, but behind white privilege. The people, like you when I grew got some, up never having to face that struggle. So if you think you're tired of hearing about it. Most of the people it, now grew up not having to face that struggle. Yeah, I agree. When I got some 20-some-year-old dick stain telling me to check my privilege, and I'm like, check my privilege? <laughs> you're talking about Macklemore. He needs to check himself. But my point no, is. No, I'm talking about just in general. When, when someone's like, oh, you got to check your white privilege. And I'm like, you, you got the same fucking opportunity I do. We both had free high school. We both have to pay for college. You actually can get into a college because you're black. I can't. I I, I think it's a little bit more no, elaborate no. than that. If you live through the civil rights, I'll listen to what you got to say. All right. If you're born after that or even born during it and you're too young to remember, shut the fuck up. Nah, I think it still goes on to this day. Man. White privilege in their definition is I am afforded more opportunities I am seen differently you by society that because I'm seen differently by certain people, just like they're seen differently by certain people. You don't think that's true? I don't know. I don't think that it is an overall thing. I think it's an overall I don't, thing. Uh, yeah, give me by a break. I posted, at one, point, you want, I posted at one point on Facebook, have you ever been a victim of racism? Have you ever been in a situation where you have done something racist based on somebody's race? I had white people and black people all answer yes and yes. Mm. Across the board. It's across the board. White people have a tendency to want to be around white people more. Probably most people, okay? It's just the way it is. Black people the same way. You hang out in your group. When you cross over, if you treat people respectfully, I don't have to be best friends with 95 black people to prove that I'm not racist. I have... I have black people that I interact with on a daily basis and I act the exact same towards them as I do white people. Why? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't because I deal with enough assholes of all races to say an asshole is an asshole. Okay? That's it. I don't look and go, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this guy a leg up because he's white. No, I give somebody a leg up because they're a fucking decent person. They work hard. I'm going to offer a job to the best person for the job because I want someone that's going to come in and do the job well. Hey, you're speaking as you. And unfortunately, I don't think that's the overall case. I think most people have a general bias towards things that they don't understand. You can't just make up something that you say is a theory that goes, oh, society 
gives this privilege. You, they offer no examples on an on a overall proven scale. I wish I could come more prepared. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I wanted to talk about the song more, but I can give but you. But it's it's it, it. I don't look at this and go. I don't see all these things happening consistently across the board. Where I go, oh well, obviously because he's white. I don't look at it that way. No, I okay. I, I don't. We elected don't, a black president. Well, okay. Black. <laughs> Okay, but the, the guy the, half white the guy got elected by this country, okay? Hmm. I actually heard someone say, if you don't vote for Obama, you're racist. I actually heard that. Not one person, multiple people. So I started saying, well, if you don't vote for Ben Carson in 2016, are you racist? Well, you, you've made that example before, but don't you think the same amount of people that voted for Obama because he was black, uh, you had the same crazies that voted against there we've always said there are extremes on every side don't you think that's pretty equated on i can't i can't i no, i can't i can't say that that's a that's a false analogy i can't say everything's equal across the board in that regard because i don't know and and most people wouldn't even admit it that's and i think most people think that way you're not going to pick up macklemore's song on itunes for free i think jonah probably would (laughs) I think Jonah's going to be like, oh, I think Jonah, you know what? I think Jonah should give up most of what he owns because of his privilege, and he needs to check it. He needs to check his privilege. So he needs to give it up. He needs to start embracing check the, your privilege. Uh, the black culture more. He should grow his hair out and make it curly again. Um, he should, uh, you know, <laughs> just embrace the culture because, wait, no, you can't do that anymore. I forgot about that. Um, he needs to just be quiet and sit in the corner. Because obviously, nothing that comes out of his mouth as a white male is okay. Because <laughs> somewhere in our history, white men were evil, and they're still evil white men, um, and they're the only evil people in the world. Feel free to write in about what, pri- what, what, white cake, white cake, and white privilege. Uh, I just don't. I'm not going. I'm not. Gonna I would fucking, love to hear your opinions. I'll read I'm them. I'm not going to condemn myself because there were assholes in history. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna condemn myself and the people I interact with and be like, oh guys, hey, we're white, you know, we got to take a step back. Fuck you. I got one life. My life isn't here to promote fucking people that I don't know. My here's my life is here to promote the people around me and myself to better slots in life. I, That's what I want. I, 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 I was thinking, is there anything out there that people can't immediately? Uh, counter with well you can't say that uh, so for example like um uh all asians are bad drivers and you have an asian guy sitting around you can't say that that's a stereotype and it's true stereotypes are based in truth all right there was there was one thing that i can probably say is indefensible where people say well, you can't um proclaim you can't say that and okay. it, it would probably be the uh the nazi argument like you, you won't have a german sitting around defending like hey that was a long time ago and and it doesn't happen okay well they're yeah. ashamed that they, most germans are ashamed that that was part of their history but they will say hey we're not like that we're not all like I, that. I, I most of them just like i don't want to talk about it well yeah because yeah, that was <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the leader of their country that that, yeah. that just was murdering people i was okay? trying to think of the one thing that people almost can right, never defend will, like he got the buses to go on time. i saw i saw the dark knight last night oh the batman movie no uh the black guy, Sam. <laughs> okay. Sam he, Bird, he right? See, yeah, he yeah. sees me. Whenever he sees me, he yells, uh, white man. And I, I'll yell, like, darkness, which is from the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle skit. Yes. Darkness! Or, but I refer to him as the Dark Knight. Mm. Okay? And he embraces the nickname. He thinks it's hilarious. And I have my head shaved. And I have grown my. You look like Heisenberg so much right now, dude. More like my goatee is getting longer and everything. And he made a joke about that I should just embrace the character and get a swastika tattoo. <laughs> okay. And I laughed. And I said, well, yeah, I'm trying to look the part, so I might as well. Okay. And then we still got to talking about whatever. Did I find offense? No, no, that no. He made that. But I'm saying this is a I- perfect example. So if there was a German guy sitting next to you, he, you know, I would imagine you're like, hey, come. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> you know, well, that's, to, there's certain levels of yeah. I mean, my God. But <laughs> the fact do I look in the mirror and go, yeah, I probably look like a white supremacist. Quite. Quite. A little bit. Yeah. yeah OK, because yeah, yeah. I had shaved and they, they tend to, you know, carry that look. Give me a, I'm not he knows I'm not a white supremacist. Yeah. OK, 
So he made the joke. I made I made a joke back. I laugh it off. I'm not offended, okay? Amy's because washing your hood. There are you know, it's like if I looked at him and said, you know, don't steal my hubcaps when I walked away because it's a stereotype, okay? You're the most lovable and, racist there. But ever it, you know, he would laugh. Okay? There was a in our league, okay? He won our fantasy football league this year. Mm. He'd never made the playoffs before this. And I put at one point when he was winning his division, I said, and I always do polls, okay? I may have talked about this before. I don't remember. But I put a poll and I said, uh, you know, the Dark Knights team, Jim Richards, is winning their division and headed for their first playoff appearance. Uh, I said, should Sam now be replaced with a white owner? <laughs> yes. And I, okay, and I put, the well, first answer was yes. The second answer was definitely. And the third answer was no. I'm just kidding. Of course he should. <laughs> and I put it so you had to answer one to put your t- lineup in. Okay? Oh, so you couldn't put your lineup in. So I said, even you supported it, Sam. He goes, you motherfucker, you made me answer it, okay? It's a joke, okay? Mm-hmm. We were joking. <clears throat> um, he knows it's a joke. And it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's not like where he looks at me and goes, oh, you know, he's going to replace me because of I'm black. And <laughs> no, Okay. People need to lighten the fuck up. I've well, t- I've said that multiple times. Lighten the fuck up. A little, little side Mac about Lamorque. race. Macklemore. My God, lighten up. Oh, I, I, I just find it hilarious that a guy that's rapping about a song about calling out people for appropriating somebody's race. Hypocrisy. You, 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 you realize you said how that dumb rap. that is. Like, so anyway, uh, f- funny story on race real quick. Uh, my colleague Frank was in uh, from Europe. And uh, we were traveling along uh, in Georgia, or in Atlanta, and uh, the Hampton Inn where we were staying at has this place called U-Bar next to it. And we were looking for a joint to eat, and it says steaks and chicken on the side. And so we're like, oh, let's go here. We get inside, and it was just like the record scratch from Animal House. We walked in, and there was about 200 black guys mm-hmm. and us. Yeah. So Frank, n- again, never... In a million years, he set foot in a bar that was predominantly black. And let's just say we were the 1%. And I just walk up, table for two, please. Just so confused. He goes, are we the only uh, only white guys here? I'm like, definitely. <laughs> and he was just taken aback. And he listened to rap music all night. We stayed for probably like three and a half hours. Yeah. A total fish out of water. But everyone was like, you know, insanely friendly and started talking to us I, and my like fir- that. So. Oh, I'm sorry. He, he, well, he was just be like, are, "Are you used to things like this?" I'm like, "Not typically anymore." But I mean, again, you're talking to a kid that didn't realize, uh, you know, being white was a thing until I was about six years old. I would raise around black people my entire life, so you know, I was confused the other way. Like, oh, yeah. God, what's wrong with us? I see. Like, I was not. I I was raised in white neighborhoods. Mostly white people went to my school when I went to college. There was one black guy on the wrestling team when I was in high school. I had multiple black guys on the wrestling team in college. And I got along. One of them was my friend's roommate. So mm-hmm. I got along with these guys pretty damn well. And uh, so it was on New Year's Eve. We had to stay down at school for practice. We went out and we were out at a bar. And they said, let's go to one of our bars. And I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> it's okay. Found out pretty quick. So they took me and I was the only white guy in the bar. And I kind of walked in and I went, all right, I'm yeah. with my friends, you yeah. know, I know, you know, it took me a second to kind of go, oh, wow, I'm, you know, but yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. I'm with my friends. I'm assuming people are going to treat me the way I treat a black guy in a bar that's predominantly white, which is, you know, yeah, he's just a guy at the bar and it never, you know, and I ended up, they taught me how to line dance. And uh, I became like a novelty. Like the girls were coming up, and they're like, "Come on, white boy, shake your yeah, hips." That's more. kind of what we were, you know. And they, they, and they, but there was, I was, I felt very welcomed. I felt, you know, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I was, you know, I was lit beyond recognition, nice, and didn't care. And you know, I don't. I've been in that situation, you know, multiple times at this point in my life, and it it doesn't really mean a, a thing to no. me. It doesn't. No. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I well, don't know. I, I, I think uh, more people need to do that. Just go check out other things. That you know, it's fun. 
You have yeah. a good time. I don't need to. I don't need to. Don't ce- seek it out. I Just, don't need to celebrate. No, blackness and black culture, and and consider myself shamed because of history to be a decent person to people in my life. Side note: I wanted to take a picture of her waitress and send it to you. She was fucking smoking hot like yeah oh my god like a 20 year old beyonce just and they had to wear these like very hooter-esque outfits which we had no idea when we walked in so you know good times nice good times bears anyway man i've actually dated a black girl so there you go (laughs) shove it macklemore All right, let's keep with the politics bent on everything. Our good friend, your your number one candidate, Donald Trump, your boy. I'm uh, getting tired of talking about Donald, Donald Trump. Trump at the Iowa uh, presidential campaign stop said the following. This is reported on CNN and everything like that. I just wanted your take on it. Um, I can't do a Donald Trump accent, so I won't try. <laughs> Whoa. I, uh, <laughs> Whoa. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose voters, Trump said at the campaign rally, to laughter. Yeah. What do I think of it? I think it's a it's the Donald Trump way. Mm-hmm. I, in his uncensored verbiage of basically trying to say his supporters are loyal. Uh, I, I, I think he just keeps pushing it as far as he can go. I don't think that's a push it. Yeah. I just think, I just think that he is trying to say I could do terrible things and my supporters are loyal. Let's, let's go to the extreme. Do you think he would lose voters if he shot somebody? In front I, of would, I would, I would think that he probably wouldn't be allowed to run for president anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's kind of an idiotic question. Yeah. He would lose voters because he wouldn't be on the ballot. I, well, assuming he could get away with it, yeah, um, I would assume he would lose voters. My uh, my old roommate's brother-in-law, you know, my old roommate, um, his uh, he's the biggest supporter of Donald Trump that oh, I have yeah. on my feed, like crazy supporting. He still believes Donald is going to find the original birth certificate for Obama, and he still fights that. Um, so he's a, he's one hundred percent birther and all that other stuff. Uh, I. I just I just don't get the appeal anymore. Like it, it's like the South Park episode. When when is the joke finally like over with this motherfucker? Do you think it's he's going? I think he's going all the way. I don't think he's going to be president. He's going to get stomped. But I, I don't know if he'll get stomped. Um, I I don't. Uh, well, I don't know. Man. I don't understand Trump supporters. I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't, don't know it. who's going to win the primaries. Um, it, it changes so much and there's still so much time. And he had Palin speaking. I, that's your ticket. Way. I think Trump is, I, I, I've, I've said this, but I think Trump is an idiot. Um, I think there's a certain freshness in his ability to not talk like a politician. Um, but, he, but if but you're he not talks like a douchebag, well, yeah, if you're not a yeah. douchebag and yeah. you don't talk like a pilot, I mean, that's you know, you got to be, you got to have some sort of like humanity, um, too, you know. So, I mean, what what are our choices? What are the choices? You got Cruz. What and do Rubio we got? Is the only we other got possibility. We at got this point. you know probably Cruz, and right now he'd probably be the only one I could vote for. I'd vote for. I couldn't vote for Trump. I think he's an absolute fucking idiot. I've said I, I can't vote for Bernie Sanders because he doesn't understand economics, and he's he's in la la land. And I got um, the races or ageism as far as I'm concerned with Bernie um, Sanders. And I think I think Hillary is so like she knows that political game so well, and she's so manipulative and self serving, and her just evil person. I th- I think she is more evil than Trump. Because at least Trump comes out and says it. I think she's like the snake hiding in the fucking tall grass. And she will fucking, she will take down anybody that crosses her. I don't disagree. And under any means necessary. And, uh, I quoted Malcolm X. I'm not uh, racist. So there's, um, there's a third, but, but, third monkey wrench now in the scenario. Today was announced that Bloomberg might be looking to run as an independent. Uh, 
Who's Bloomberg? I don't uh, know. Mayor of New York, former mayor of New York. Uh, I think he's former. Um, billionaire. Uh, got the cash to back himself up. Um, yeah. So yeah, he leans. He le- But I mean, this this is just another thing. A monkey wrench in the uh, the GOP. I mean, like like Obama or not, um, the country was leaning towards because it swings back and forth all the time. Uh, back to a, a Republican candidate for the 2016 election. I, I firmly believe, like, if you had a solid Republican, which is kind of like uh leaning right somewhat views in the center i don't think they'd have any problem getting elected against hillary clinton but you have extreme 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 and now you got a billionaire clown and then another billionaire clown like i don't i don't get these candidate choices i guess you know the i i'd have to look as i look at like cruz and he was not my favorite candidate my favorite candidate is getting stomped but he is the most moderate of, to me, of all of them. Because I think Hillary and Bernie are very extreme. Trump is very extreme. And he kind of floats closer to the middle what, than any of them. What do you think about Trump going full birther on Cruz, making him try to show his uh, um, his cards? Because Cruz was born in Canada, and Trump, at the la- last debate, went after him. He's like, you know what? You need to go to a court and get approved to make sure that you can actually run for president because the Democrats are going to put a lawsuit the second you uh, get nominated as the... Uh... Um, you know, I don't really... I did never really embrace the birther thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Obama was born right, as much as anyone else. I don't Hawaii. know. <laughs> yeah, because birth, birth certificates are tough to fake. It, so, it, I mean, it's it's Hawaii. Bra- I don't it, know. It was Hawaii. Well, there's, you know, there's people that put evidence up, you know, yeah, that are not true. Wrong, it is. It's Hawaii. Yeah, I know. You yep. just say they're wrong. Yeah, I admit, yeah, they're they're absolutely wrong. But I don't really care. A million times. I, I, he, it doesn't. You see, they, forget about what you're arguing. Okay. The liberal argument is no, that's wrong. That's a lie. It is because it's wrong and a lie. I don't understand the. Like, I don't. The it, hard evidence was already shown. A birth certificate. A birth certificate. A long form birth certificate. The doctor that fucking worked on him. Uh, a notification in the paper when he was born. What more do you need to prove that he was actually born in Hawaii? I don't need anything because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, the but point it, I'm trying to make is there's always going to be controversy about it. There's always going to be someone that's questioning it. And do I really – do I think Cruz couldn't – would be a bad president if he was born in Canada? No. That I is think they not should get the rid factor. of the clause to begin with. So. That's not the factor. It doesn't make someone a good – I mean, Obama could have been born in the White House, and I still think he's a shitty president. So in the White House, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, but that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like it doesn't really matter to me. I so you, you throw all this evidence at me about him being born. In, I don't really care. Well, okay? I think it's a stupid argument. Like, I, why, I, why is, well, why is yeah, it's a, a stupid argument because it doesn't it doesn't it's an attempt to get him out of the White House. It doesn't break down what his actual flaws are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I didn't read enough into it because I was never a birther. I didn't care. All right. Fair enough. Let's move on to important shit. Super Bowl prediction. Got the games. Uh, right now, the NFC uh, championship is the Patriots. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, the Cardinals. Is the Cardinals versus uh, the uh, uh, at, Car- Panthers. At Carolina. Predictions, Luke. Predictions for the fight. Um, I am going with the upset. I am going Cardinals. No way. Uh and I'm going to have a 28 to 24 score. All right, let's uh, head over to the AFC. We got the Broncos versus the Patriots. A uh, good old Deflate Gate. <laughs> um, I will be rooting for the Broncos because I'd like to see. They were my second favorite team for a long time because mm. I was an Elway fan. Um, but I would like to see Peyton Manning go out on top because I think he's a classy guy. And uh, so I, but I do. I think that the Patriots win. Um, 24. 24-13. 24-13 Patriots. Amy, any predictions for the uh, the uh, championship game? She's big, she big big football fan. Patriots. Patriots. All right. Big football fan. She just heard the word Patriots. That's the only. What are the other <laughs> What are the other teams playing, Amy? You need to check your white privilege, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know the other teams playing. Uh Patriots Cara, uh, Patriots. Patriots. The Patriots uh, in Carolina. That's That's your prediction. That's my prediction for the Super Bowl. Who are you Bowl. rooting for though? 
I can't root for New England, man. But it's very difficult for me to root for Carolina. So, um, well, I, you can't root for Carolina because they have a black quarterback. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I think they should let him win because of white privilege. I, yeah, I think that's the Oscars uh, prediction. Yeah. yeah there's only uh, one black quarterback black in quarterback. the conference championships. So, you know, we don't have to play this game. Just give him the trophy. Um, I want I want an Arizona Broncos Super Bowl. That would be great. And I would like to see Manning win that. If the Broncos get in, Manning all the way. I think Carson Palmer yeah. deserves. He's kind of been he's had some bad luck and I like Peyton Manning. So I like his commercials too. But um And I like Larry Larry Fitzgerald is a classy, classy guy. All right. Take emotions out of it and your favorite teams. You're a you're a betting man. Who are you betting on? Putting a hundred bucks down. <laughs> Don't have to worry about a spread, you're just a straight up bet. Well, I mean, if I'm going to put a hundred bucks down, I'm probably going to take. Um... <laughs> nah, they're too many. In- well, I I would either probably bet on the Patriots or the or the Carolina. Okay, so that's that's the route I'm going to. Depends on the spread. If no spread, if it's just straight up, I'm going with the two favorites. And uh, we'll probably record before that game happens, obviously. But uh, yeah, right, I, obviously. I, yeah, obviously, because we we're so good at scheduling. Uh, Patriots for the for the win, as far as the is concerned. I think they're going to end up. And I think uh, next time uh, we should come, since uh, Talk about spring training's game. just around the corner, uh, we should predict our. <laughs> That's um, a great idea. Our uh, divisions, our conference champions, I'm, our World Series, the whole shebang. We'll do that. What next month? Probably March. Or next time we record. Oh, I don't want to get it. I need some time. Oh, jeez. Um. Ready for a one Dr. Lou question? Yeah, let me dust off my diploma. Yeah, it's been a while. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke sex and relationship advice questions that I find on the internet. Find aka Steel. And I get Luke's, Dr. Luke's uh, professional opinion about them. Dr. Luke, this comes from a man who has uh, been dating this girl for over a year. Okay. Talking about moving in together. Okay? Mm. Going to move in. His girlfriend is allergic to his pet, his pet dog. Can't do it. Can't move in together. Okay. The question is, Dr. Luke, this dog's been my buddy forever. Do I ditch my pet for my girlfriend? Bros before hoes. It's an interesting question because I've actually seen it happen with people we know before, and uh, like, I, ditching ditching your animal—that's kind of sad, right? Like, you couldn't get rid of Otis; you'd get rid of the woman first. <laughs> You're just nodding. I have. <laughs> You've gotten rid of the woman before the dog. I actually dated a girl. All right. See, I knew there was a story. <clears throat> There's always a story. Who? It wasn't like she didn't like Otis, but there were, she didn't like that I got more excited to see him. And I and I said, well, it's a dog. I have to change my inflection so he knows I'm, you know, when I talk yeah, to him. Hey, I'm like, hey, buddy. buddy. But I don't do I said, do you want me to talk to you like I talk to the dog when you come through the door? You know, what are you, what are you asking me? And then she kind of like mocked it. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's jealous of the dog. And I said, that's pretty petty, and that was, we hadn't been dating very long, but I was like, okay, this isn't someone I want to go long-term with. So, yes, the, the, in short, no, in short, in short, in short, bros before hoes. But if you gotta, if you gotta let the girl stay, you got, only if you can find like a close family member or friend that can take the dog that you can still go visit and you make sure the dog's good. You don't like put the dog in a pound. Okay. No. No, she's got to take fucking, you know, I mean, Jonah lived here and he was allergic to the cat, but he took, he kept the pills on until his immunity built mm-hmm. up and he'd take, the, you know, and there was never a, oh, I better get rid of the cat because Jonah's alert. No. Yeah, I haven't been hurt by your cat in a while. You, I used to have to stand mm-hmm. outside for like 10 minutes just to get my, uh, catch my breath. Well, Amy's, Amy's a more thorough cleaner than I am. So she, <laughs> she, we, you know, we, we try to make efforts to keep the, the hair because we have, you know, three animals that shed. Amy, did you hear the question? The question was, a guy that's been dating a woman for a year, they're planning on moving in together, but the girl is allergic to his dog, and she wants him to get rid of the dog. So uh, the question is, do you keep the dog and ditch the lady? (laughs) Or 
do you uh, say, I'm sorry, the dog comes first? What if I was allergic to Sedona <laughs> when we met and we were moving in together? Would you have gotten rid of Sedona for me? Ooh. See? <laughs> and I am not offended by she that. She said that so quickly. No, that was... <laughs> I, would, I am not offended by that. I would, um, I would probably make certain parts of the house where she didn't go. Ah. And I would... You know, have like a safe, like a safe certain space. parts of the house where Luke doesn't right. go. Like a safe space, right. <laughs> She's a closet liberal. Safe space. And a social justice warrior. Sometimes I think maybe that girl might want to try exposing herself to that dog more often. Ah. Sometimes, and you, I've known this with You build people. it up. It happened to Jonah. I just brought that you up. Get, you get bumps and you get itchies and you get all this stuff. Right, but as time goes on, she might become less allergic and more immune. Yeah, tell her to man up, for God's sake. It's like how I exposed Amy to more and more porn as our relationship went on. Yeah, and it you became can't just like a regular full thing. Full throttle. Her. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gentle massage porn first. Yeah. Then you work your way up. We you start don't... with just some girl on girl kissing, maybe yeah. some prison scenes. Yeah, no, no, no two girls, one cup to start off with. I mean, that's just. <laughs> yeah. That's more advanced. That's, that's class. So Amy one. agrees. Bros before hoes. <laughs> All right. Um, since we already did the. Uh, the Jonah story of the week. Da uh, Jonah, da popular in Russia. Uh, we got some comic questions uh, for movies coming out: Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds and the Suicide Squad movie. Adam from Um That Just Happened is wondering about your opinion on these two movies, if there is any. I have a very strong opinion, <laughs> and this opinion is that I don't know fucking shit about either of them. Are you familiar I, with Deadpool at all? No. Nope. I, it looks interesting, and I heard he's kind of like a the merc with the mouth. Yeah, so I, I, I'll probably rent it. Well, here's a, um, but I, you know, I know you're not familiar with the character at all, but your character kind of reminds me of you, uh, a very snarky one-liner. No, not handsome. Not a, he's got a he's ass got kicker. A basically, a just a terrible looking face. He's like all melted and shit. But that's why he wears a mask. But it's just the the. The one-liners, just the zingers. Okay. He, like somebody says something, so I think you might. I'll probably that. embrace him. The Suicide Squad movie. Is I suppose like calling me Joker. Deadpool is about as good as when you called me. Said I was the dude in Clerks. Randall. Oh yeah, yeah you're totally fucking Randall. For okay. Sure. Yeah. You never saw that movie? Oh, I've seen Clerks. All right. I just, I mean, it's I'm being compared to you know other a superhero or a guy who works at or doesn't even work in the fucking. <laughs> he just hangs out at a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Well, well, he judges, which is always judging fun. others. Judging which is, others is line. You should start a podcast. I'm judging Amy right now. <laughs> judging it. Leave me with good words. Uh, sarsaparilla. I hope Macklemore's uh, next song is about you. Yeah, you need to check your privilege. Check your privilege. Yes. Be safe. <laughs> oh, Drive she didn't careful. even hear our story. Oh man. So yeah, crazy. Tell you that. Yeah. Today, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we were talking. We talked earlier how Jonah Friday morning helped someone who had been in an accident and held her hand because they couldn't get her out of the car. And then Saturday after after another day, the car was rolled over in the ditch and they jumped out and helped him. We helped another person all bloodied up. Oh my gosh! And this all happened in the course of a week, and it's just crazy. It's so dramatic, yeah, yeah. Oh, good for you guys. Yeah, man. I tell you, it didn't weird. So, you know what's good for weird. podcasts? Having a conversation with someone that's not mic'd. That, nah, she's okay. We get everything she says. <laughs> Bye. No worries. Hugs and kisses. Peace and blessings. Yeah, man. So it's been a pretty intense 24 hours, but uh, we're still alive. Treat every day like a gift. That's what I say, right? So never know when it's all going to be wiped out one stupid, stupid minute. So True that. True that, man. And don't worry so much about the bullshit in life, like white privilege, cots and privilege, and you know what? Live your life. Attack Treat people stuff that matters. Don't sweat the small things. You know. Exactamundo. Yeah. Now you're talking like a Republican. Oh, I got to vote for Trump now. God damn it! No, he's not a Republican. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> you got anything else, brother? Um, no. Check out all the shows on the Disease Network. Um, that just happened. Das Drunks, Something Gate, The Vag Dialogues, uh, and of course, The Mothership. You're gonna get a disease. From my brother Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Later. <laughs>